This is Statehouse Blend, Missouri, a series of conversations with Missouri lawmakers and leaders about the policies and politics that affect people's lives. I'm Samuel King. Missouri Auditor Nicole Calloway has been busy looking into Clay County's finances, the Attorney General's office, and raising questions about the state's tax revenues and budget issues. She sat down with me recently at KCUR 89.3 to discuss all of these things and what it's like to be the only Democrat holding a statewide office. Uh, it's tax day. Um, and you recently had an audit um, for the Department of Revenue um, on timely tax returns, but the issue of tax withholdings came along. Your audit found uh, confusion and uncertainty with the tax withholding tables. Just talk about how that and how, how you found that, how that came about. So we did an audit of the timeliness of tax refunds, and this is our second audit of the Department of Revenue. You might recall that about a year ago, we released an audit indicating that tax refunds had been delayed in 2016, increasingly delayed in 2017, and we wanted to find the root causes why. We did an audit, um, and this year we just released a follow-up to that and found that in 2018, tax refunds were much more timely. People were getting the money that they were owed from the government on time and with the interest that they are owed. That's what we should expect the government to do. But through the course of the audit, we found a new issue with the administration's handling of the withholding tables. Um, and this has caused an unwanted surprise for many taxpayers who are not getting the refunds they thought they would or are having to owe money to the government when they have not before. And not necessarily maybe paying more in tax. It's just they weren't anticipating sort of uh, either having to pay a tax bill this uh, right now or not getting the refund they're expecting. That's right. People set their tax preferences however they choose. Uh, some folks want to make sure that they don't owe the government money. Right. And so having a refund is okay with them. They'd prefer that. Others don't want to give a no interest loan to the government and would prefer to owe a little bit uh, at the end of the tax year. But people cannot make these decisions for themselves if the administration does not inform them what they're doing when they're calculating how much money to withhold from people's paychecks. This is about transparency and management of the Department of Revenue. And, and so there is another uh, we had the withholding changes last year with all the issues they've caused. But uh, there was another change earlier this year you found and you uh, contend that that was unlawful. That's right. So a little history here. In May or excuse me, of March of 2018, the administration changed the withholding tables because there was changes in federal law and changes in state law. I think everybody expected that and knew that would occur. Then without a clear reason and without notification to individual taxpayers, the administration changed the withholding tables in October of 2018. That has caused this refund issue that we're discussing today and will cost taxpayers about $400 million that they were not aware of until they went to file their returns. Fast forward to January of 2019, just earlier this year, the Parson administration changed the withholding tables again, but they did not go through the appropriate legal process uh, that was necessary. 
that legal process would have informed the legislature. It would have uh, required feedback from citizens that are impacted by these decisions, but that did not happen. And what we want from the Parson administration is for them to follow the law, to be transparent with taxpayers, and get it right, because I think that's what people expect. One of your counterparts uh, in the um, executive branch had said, look, this regulation was outdated and it would have been impossible to comply regardless of the change. I take it you disagreed with that contention. Right. I mean, what that letter said was, yes, they are overwithholding in the January change that was made. And yes, they were not following the rules and regulations. The Parson administration is now finally going through the rulemaking process that our audit recommended. So clearly, they agree with us that they should have gone through that because they are doing it now. And you also mentioned in that uh, initial audit before the letter that was sent last week that you had concerns that the state continues to rely on borrowing the supplement cash flow and that the cash reserves have not improved since the 2008 recession. What are the implications uh, of that? So the state has what's called a budget reserve fund. And back in 2008, but, uh, borrowing from the budget reserve fund was fairly minimal. Fast forward to now, this year, we have borrowed the maximum amount, $500 million from the budget reserve fund, just to meet general operating expenses, just general cash flow. So when there's payroll or, or different expenses that come forward to the state, they need to borrow just to make ends meet. This is very concerning because it shows that the state is not in a strong uh, cash position to meet all these spending obligations that the government has. And so what, uh, I guess, how did we get there and what what needs to happen to uh, get us out of borrowing so much? Well, that is a larger conversation than uh, that we have time for right now. We have done a lot of work around the budget. And when it came to looking at the Department of Revenue um, audit, that was outside of the scope looking at these underlying budget issues. But it is concerning that the timeliness of income tax refunds is dependent upon borrowing from the budget reserve fund. Um, so it appears that there's some systemic issues there, and the administration and others in the legislature don't seem to know the underlying causes for um, for this budget cash flow situation. And about that, you mentioned refunds. We are in a tax season. We are having refunds. Have you seen that issue reappear this year, or is it too early to say whether uh, the Department of Revenue is taking a step back and getting refunds out time. It, I think at this moment today, because today is tax filing day and people are now is the deadline to get the returns. I think it's too early to say if the Department of Revenue is going to be able to get people their refunds in 45 days as they're, as they're supposed to. I think when we get further into May, uh, we'll know the answer to that. Anecdotally, I have heard from taxpayers who have said, I don't know where my refund is. I should be getting it. The agency said it would be eight weeks. Now it's 12 weeks. What is going on? Um, they should be, the Department of Revenue should be answering those questions for individual taxpayers. Well, thank you very much. Well, if about that is move on to another topic if we could, and that is something locally, and that is Clay County. <laughs> the audit uh, that was requested by the residents, uh, the judge a week ago ruled that that audit can proceed. What is the status of that right now? So our audit is ongoing. Uh, 
let's remember here that over 9,000 citizens in Clay County requested my office to do an independent review of Clay County government's operations. Uh, We want to get those answers for them. Last week when the court denied Clay County Commission's preliminary injunction, basically said you can proceed with the audit work. Um, And so that audit is ongoing. Look, we don't talk about audits while we're undertaking them because we are tough. We are fair. We are thorough. And I don't know what that audit's going to find until we do the depth of our work. Are you asking for anything from Clay County in terms of your audit process that you, that would be different from what others, uh, what you've asked of others as they are continuing? We audit counties across the state. And the information that we're asking for is basic information that we ask for in audits that we do for county government across this entire state. And so do you have a timetable uh, on this audit or, or any, any audit or do you give a normal timetable on that? Uh, we are still in the we're still doing our audit work. And so it's too early to say when this audit will be completed. Um, you know, the county commission has continuously delayed audit work here, uh, but we are moving ahead. It is ongoing. And when we have our final audit report, uh, it will be released publicly. Uh, you are in an elected position um, and sometimes, um, you know, it would appear that with your um, when you're coming out and speaking on these audits, you're being the only Democratic statewide official, uh, largely a Republican legislature. Does that make your job more difficult? Do people tend to say, oh, this is politically motivated or or, or things of that nature? I don't view my job through that lens. You know, my job is to get answers for taxpayers, and I don't care if someone is a Democrat or a Republican. If they've made a decision, they should be held accountable for that because that's my job. Citizens expect that of me regardless of what anybody's party is, and I take that responsibility very seriously. And as the only Democrat, I'm sure you've heard the speculation about some other office. Are, are you considering that at, at this point? Yeah, I'm focused on my job as state auditor. I am passionate about getting results and make government working better for the citizens of the state that are footing the bill, right? They want value out of their government. And that's exactly what I'm focused on. And there are, we've talked about the state revenue issues and withholding. We've talked about Clay County, which is a big story locally. Any audit you've done lately that might not have gotten the major media attention that you think, or maybe something that uh, people should take another, should have another issue that should be a higher profile or anything you want to highlight? I, I, I think an audit that means a lot to me personally and has had a larger impact outside of just Putnam County or its hospital, or even the state of Missouri, but has uh, rippled nationally, is our audit of Putnam County Memorial Hospital. Um, You know, we found that the hospital essentially acted as a shell company for questionable billings that were happening across the country, uh, laboratory practices are happening across the country. Um, There are now lawsuits by insurance companies, federal investigations that are occurring because of the work that we did. We just found out today that uh, the lawsuit that Putnam County or that um, hospital partners brought against us has been dismissed. Um, And there's some other litigation that's proceeding with other parties there. But I am proud of that audit. People may not 
like the results of an audit, but I'm going to tell the truth. I'm going to tell the uh, say the facts and hold those accountable that are making decisions on behalf of citizens in the state. I have another issue I'd like to ask about, if that's okay, and that is TIF. Uh financing your, your office has done some audits over over time ha, what have you found with uh with that and what are some of the um sort of um issues or implications that can come about when, when, it, when you talk about tiff and making sure that um like schools and, and other government authorities aren't shortchanged the work that we have done thus far around TIFs uh, ha- is looking at it through the lens of a local level where we've done an audit of a municipality and looked at their administration of a TIF. Oftentimes, there's taxing districts that are layered on top of each other, uh, and so that's difficult to administer from the municipality point of view. We've also found instances where there was not proper planning of how that public money was going to be spent. We are undertaking a statewide review of TIFs that will look at some of the issues uh, surrounding the use of TIFs statewide. That work is currently ongoing, and uh, we'll have answers to more of those detailed questions later in the year. Nicole Galloway, thanks very much for coming in today. Yes, thank you. Statehouse Blend Missouri is a production of KCUR 89.3 in Kansas City. Thanks for listening.